0: fundamental things that we're looking at at my shop here and some of it does go into the model some of it's just something to consider alongside the modeling from short term to long term uh, some of it's more social issues and things like this. At any rate, I'm Rich Paz for Critical Point, 10.59 a.m. Eastern Time, December 21st. And this is a supplement to the model output uh, video done earlier this morning, the weekly update. So if you're interested in signals and just what the model's doing, in my personal opinion, you want to see it. This is just other things rattling around in my brain as well as my affiliates and things that we're thinking with in the models. All right, what we're looking at here is a seasonal chart of re-election years from 1956 to 20. 20. Apparently, Larry Williams did this. Seth Golden over Twitter uh, shared it. any rate, it's suggesting uh, Jan, Feb next year upside and in March downside and then a struggle up and then actually doing very well during August into October when normally the stock market would not do well. So a little bit different on re-election years compared to the average year then it comes down in for the election and then apparently explodes going into the end of the uh, end of the end, end of the year okay uh I'm, I'm i'm okay with this a model will do a better job than this because this is an average whereas a model saying but this is where we are real time real live but it is like cyclical uh, whereas a seasonal is saying a blend of cyclical, averaging it out, but at least the seasonal does provide proof there's something to cyclical behavior. What I'm more interested in is this right here. <clears throat> I think this is going to coincide with a sell signal uh, in the uh, for the stock market relative to the model when it comes time. Okay, but it does suggest chance to be higher in February, and that's what I'm forecasting. But I am forecasting some trouble sometime. The remainder of this year into a portion of January and maybe January only however in the Santa Claus rally extends higher into end of the year uh, for the stock market <clears throat> this is put out by economist mohammed el arian <clears throat> and uh, interesting that i've been concerned people just don't buy enough stocks don't take enough risk put enough money in the markets to help with the retirement to help with discretion money that they can spend someday But actually, it looks like in recent years, okay, uh, they really ran into a problem in the 2007s, and they kind of delayed, they were too pessimistic under Obama and getting over the Great Recession, and unfortunately my model said they're going to be wrong, they're going to be wrong, they're going to be wrong, and the model was right, and right, and right, and they missed out a lot of money, whereas I made decent money, okay, the model helped but they get on board here uh, through the trump years and extending on into uh, biden and they're putting more money in even though the polls say they don't particularly care for biden Uh, apparently it's one of those scenarios where they say one thing think another and then do another or two out of the three and one of those is always they do something and that's the easiest to see and we know they've been buying stocks they're bullish even though they may talk pessimistic and I forgot to look up a chart on the consumer confidence, but it looks like that has improved, people feeling better, and they're spending, and the economy is moving forward, okay? This is something for long term, of how we're running our economy and various theories and economics, and I forget, it was a snapshot by, from somebody, it might be from Isabella uh, Weber. Uh, so keep an eye on that. And Mariana Mazzucato uh, are some of my favorite modern economists. And I've thrown out some of the old economists. I've thrown out some of the old economists that aren't any living anymore. And I'm a fan of Adam Smith. I think he pretty much covers all the other ones all the way up to uh, Friedman. But I think economists, uh, or I think Sam or Adams, basically said, uh, yes, you do have to take care of poor and middle class, or you don't have a good enough economy and but he was also pro-guns capitalist and uh and a factory kind of style where everybody specializes in something this is ongoing research that i'm doing okay ed yardini i don't subscribe to his stuff i just follow the free stuff but I, i like where he's going with some of this he believes we're in the 1920s Well, all I can say is it's going to be quite a bit different as far as people dancing in the streets and doing all the dances they did back then. But I I do sense there's something going on like that. I don't think it's going to perform anywhere like that. I think in the 1920s, the once-a-decade business cycle I'm always talking about uh, was up over 300%. Really, it's uh, per decade, the stock market's up more than 50% to more than 300%, but 300% is rather rare, okay? You basically want to talk close to 100 to a bit over 100 percent things like that uh so we have our targets for 6800 the end of this decade we're bullish this decade but we're warning there can be a primary cyclical recession towards the end of the decade that can knock the stock market down 20 to 50 percent that bothers you you need to get on board become a subscriber go to criticalpointpod.com okay and there'll be pages there videos and this and that all right and there should be two different ways of actually signing up. All right. What Ed is saying is uh, he thinks 6000 for the S&P 500 end of 2025, I think it might come at a lower now but I'm okay with it, especially if we can get some selling done early 2025 because I am looking for some selling that year. It may even begin towards the end of this year, but I kind of doubt it. I think, I think it's up and away this year to 5,200s, 5,400s. And Ed is thinking 5,400, and boy, he's stuck to that much better than I have. Here's some of the points he wanted to make, okay? Uh, Interest rates are back to normal. Consumers have purchasing power. Households are wealthy and liquid. Demand for labor is strong. Onshoring boom is boosting capital spending. Housing is all set for a recovery. Uh, corporate cash flow is at record high inflation is turning out to be transitory the high-tech revolution is boosting productivity the leading indicators are mostly misleading the rest of the world's challenges should remain contained the roaring 2020s will broaden the bull market the breadth of the market is improving and the long-term indicators and I don't track this stuff I use the works of others it's quite positive and the model likes it it's going with it Uh, the money's there It's going to be a bull market next year it's going to be a growing economy next year it's in line the model's working the business cycles are working people behaving the way they should so bottom line is when we get bearish news it'll have less of an impact time wise than during a bear market it won't take as long for us to get over it it can also be more quite sharp though and serious and yet maybe not as serious as some might think so it gets confusing it gets frustrating it gets noisy and I must remind you, during a decade, the stock market has been known to drop as much as 35%, maybe minus 36%. Um, and then the stock market just goes to record high during the same decade, during that business cycle growth phase bull market. Now, most of the time, it's very rare for the stock market to drop more than 20% during the growth phase, the decade-long bull market. But it can drop 20%, and most of the time, it's minus 7 to almost 20%. That's all it does. We'll be looking for one of those in 2025 not for 2024 but we can still see as much as 10 percent drops during a year and the market still recovers so it kind of sends a message that if people miss out of some of the downside they didn't move fast enough they didn't see it coming they need to have levels of where they'll say you know what screw it i'm not selling okay because so many people sold and bought back on the way up and then had a net loss and opportunity cost so they made less during the decade bull market so you got to think fast move quick if you want those fluctuations otherwise you need to learn to write out some things okay maybe spend a little money on insurance for your stocks and things like that uh to try if you really want to participate for that decade move which can give you more than 50 percent to over 300 percent per decade and then you can leverage that if you're lucky enough to buy the right stocks you can make more than that A few comments about Ed's work here, and then it comes down into some of the final uh, moments there, uh, or final uh, bullets or whatever I'm trying to say here. Okay, here's the new privately owned housing starts, and what we're looking at is this is a business cycle called an LT3. It's about a three to four year cycle for those of you to get into time cycles. If you think that's all I'm doing, no, but it's an important feature along with many other important features. Uh, So a bit more complicated, sophisticated, and clock-oriented, meaning I don't like just taking a specific cycle and saying, oh, you can just time it from that. I don't think cyclicals are very good at that. I don't think their track record is as good as they say it is. But at any rate, I am picking up signs that, especially if we can get housing starts over this uh, level, over the 1600 on this chart, uh, I think it's rather constructive and does better next year. So I think housing improves and if we can lower interest rates, I think it stabilizes the interest rate market or uh, real estate market that's backing off quickly here in terms of home prices, but also backing off in terms of business for realtors. Many of them have slowed down. A huge amount, in fact, okay? But I don't think it's a blowout. I don't think it's a negative for the economy, even if real estate doesn't perform well next year. But I do think we can see a little bit of stability and some improvement. And I think overall, the long-term trends of housing and real estate is actually positive for the economy. This is another chart of the percentage of people owning stocks. That's a plus, I think interesting discussion here. someone beating up on those who are so nervous over the magnificent seven driving the entire stock market higher that they assume well if those seven stocks come down maybe the rest of them come down a lot they're also concerned as an indication of how business and economy is doing doesn't say too much for it because most of the say the s p 500 nasdaq aren't necessarily doing that well i think they're missing the fact of rotation i think this person's pointing out those other stocks went up anyways and I think they can do better, and I think the breadth of the market, more money pouring into the market, just makes a chance the long-term scenario is bullish. Think of showing you this in the past, innovation cycles, what to do long-term, AI could be the equivalent of what occurred in the 1920s of technology, building business, and we overdid it. We built way too much business. That's probably why we will see a drop of 20 to 50% by the end of this decade. And we may have taken on too much debt and this and that. We may see a rebound of inflation towards the end of the decade and the Fed gets scared, raise interest rates. But this time around, They screw up the machine and we have recessions. All kinds of reasons, okay? It could be just us as consumers that we screwed up. It may be businesses screwed up. It's probably going to be both. And the Fed will probably be in there somewhere as we can blame them too. But right at the moment, we think we're in the sweet spot now. We can have a real nice bull market in coming years here. But there's going to be fluctuations, some more important than others. And that's the beauty of this modeling. It's going to say, here's the most important during the day, during the week, during the month, during the year, and during the decade. And all of that's gonna blend into a bull market for this decade. I think that's very useful information. Even though I don't pick stocks for you, I'm just trying to time the stock market as well as also be a trend follower, which sometimes safer and more conservative, do both. But the point is it can give you clues whether or not you want to buy stocks and can you pick the stocks to beat the stock market and when are your stocks vulnerable when the whole stock market's coming down maybe you want to use the stock market to hedge or protect or insure your individual stocks because you don't want to let go of them global supply chain fixed even more fixed shouldn't be an issue Uh, still gets to this idea companies need to back off on their profits here to help with inflation inflation is coming down well I like it but it may be a struggle lower now we've seen the fastest decline inflation that can cause a few issues in the next few years but it's forecast to only do it on a very short-term basis it's not a long-term problem uh for the model the model doesn't care actually if interest rates or uh, inflation goes up a bit it would be a little concern if interest rates go up a huge amount but we're forecasting lower interest rates next two years and keep the inflation down if not a bit lower uh than this and the supply chain being fixed is less of an excuse for companies to keep raising their prices to you and I and the consumers. They've definitely been a little bit greedy, but they're now being called out for that. And they also know they got to compete for the consumer dollars. So I think it's a positive for inflation, bringing it down, and helped bring down interest rates. But that's also a positive for the economy and the stock market. Corporate profits, and it's difficult to see, but this is one of those LT3s or three to four year business cycles. Here's another one, goes back into there. Sometimes they combine two, and it's like a five to seven year pattern, so it's difficult to see. That's okay. It all blends into a decade kind of pattern that goes along with economy because we have a boom period and a recession, and many of these things we look at are impacted by that any rate uh, this is corporate profits and even though frankly I'm fine with them stalling out the stock market will still go higher anyways according to the model but it would be nice to see it improve a little bit here and what the model is saying is yes it can improve in 2024 may even go higher into 2025 but at least for 2024 I think we're gonna have somewhat of a recovery but I think some of the other factors people will look at in businesses and then their price their earnings and this of and that I think can make the stock market more bullish Than what this might imply for just a nice little rebound in corporate profits okay so this is the trueflation.com site uh, their day-to-day inflation information and they're doing a wonderful job of showing very long term going back to 2020 I think or no this is 2022 Um, so I hope we need to calculate from 2020 to get an idea what does inflation do for a decade so this move up was really normal for strong inflation, but not extreme, it can go much, much higher than that during a decade. But it's already rolling over, showing a little bit of transitory uh, characteristic to it. It should do that. It may rebound later this decade, but frankly, I think we're on right track. All right. So basically, history-wise, I went all the way back into the 1800s, even late 1700s for inflation, and what I just found is this was no big deal of the inflation that we just went through as long as we're capping it, as long as we're stopping it. It looks like we're working on it. Now this is the day-to-day inflation number, not some kind of performance for several years or a decade. I think there is some risk going by summer of inflation bouncing but i think and it may even be a bounce here right the start of the year but then down but overall though i feel low is sideways to lower and i think the cpi by the government should dip below three percent in just the next few months but i can see some rebound but if it goes three below three percent I think it's going to cause uh, people to be a little more optimistic of where we're going economy-wise. So once again, we have a decade economic boom. Uh, The economy grows for about 7 to 12 years. Then we have recession for 1 to 3 years. And these days, the recession may only last a couple months it's more it's easier for the bear market related to recession only lasts a couple months whereas the the economy takes a little longer normally any rate uh this you can find this cycle decade after decade after decade throughout the history of this country you can link it to european especially especially england and find it even worked in the 1700s it really is a uh, uh, we tend to take a certain amount of time when we can grow our economy be bullish on stocks And then we run into problems, and it's just about a decade, okay. And what I've learned is, people who are betting on the downside during the growth phase, especially those looking for 45% to 90% down the stock market, were wrong every time. And many of them were wrong for years. And then some screwed up when it finally hit with the recession, and they could get a 50% down move. They screwed up and just turned bullish, and then had to backpedal. So you know, you need to be in line with this. Sometimes it's very difficult to have faith in the actual pattern of the of just for the stock market and just for some economic indicators. Sometimes it's hard to see the news and information, but you need during the growth phase to really push those bears and pessimists hard. Double-check them, because they may only be predicting a little bit of a correction, and then the stock market goes to record high. And that's the best I can tell you, and hopefully we can help you follow that and be on board for that journey. Go to criticalpointpod.com, and I believe, oh, we now have to go over some outside markets. Okay, this is probably redundant. Uh, I did it in the, in the weekly update for the stock market, but this is interest rates, and I think it's going lower another few days. But as I look out into January, it should bounce. That can be a problem with the stock market, and we're looking for a setback by January in the stock market. If we, <clears throat> and for subscribers, of course, we're gonna work at timing this. Put this to the best information okay uh, Best we can do um, but it is time it may start to bounce now but I, I think there's a little lingering uh, there and I think we overdid it we put interest rates a little too low relative to what the Fed's going to do and so I think we can get a snapback and then may coincide what's going on uh, with the start market. and maybe the VIX can pick up a little in January for the stock market okay um, now what we want to do next is just in case because I had a little glitch doing this morning's update i thought i went over the vix but if I didn't i'm going to retouch base here uh it's starting to pick up it's extremely low i can't get worried over the stock market crashing unless it goes to 20 vix and that means you got to wait for the stock market to come down some you're gonna miss out on it but i do see a blip up in vix this month next month maybe only next month Um, Maybe it's turning around now, but the blip up is, but I I don't see it up much. I I just think if we're going to have problems, the stock market is going to be minor. And next thing you know, by February, the stock market is going to be higher still um, in that regard. Okay, now let's go on to, um, and I I think the percent stocks are a little high right now for these indexes and we can get some, some kind of consolidation coming but is that consolidation starting now and that's what i ex- went over with you in the weekly update this morning uh, for the model output i've got two videos one for the model output and i split out all this news and other things we're talking about uh, as this video something separate all right um so uh this is the dollar index yes it can bounce when i look out in the january fab but i don't think it bounced by a huge amounts i don't think the stock market is going to care and if this was ever a level one bottom then it's actually going lower for a few weeks yet and maybe bounce and may go lower in the next couple months i don't particularly care anymore i don't think it's a big deal for the stock market i think the interest rates always are number one compared to the dollar index but sometimes the dollar index is number two and is on the list of being important all right at any rate um this is gold market and yes gold can be bullish uh over the next year or two but i think it's gonna be choppy sloppy a difficult thing But I do think gold can try to rally in the next couple of months, but that's not a problem for the stock market. It's not warning us anything. People are trying to make as much money out of the stock and bond markets as they can, and then they're just buying a little gold to be safe. That's all it is, okay? And, of course, if the central banks are buying then everybody gets a little more bulled up so you got to keep an out news for that and i don't know where we're at with the central banks here they've been buying on and off for a couple of years now anyway bitcoin uh if it takes out the recent high here um more so if it does it three weeks from now maybe four weeks from now that would be a time stop then it ought to be bullish for a while maybe for quite a while but at the same time I can see it pulling back here and stalling out. I'm not convinced it's really bottomed for level one. I'm not convinced it's really gonna be all that bullish here. But in theory there's a bull setup. And we wanted to be long-term bullish this year. It worked. I had my doubts at times, <clears throat> but it worked. And I think it can be long-term bullish for some of next year, but I I just don't know for how much or how well it will be. Uh, Crude oil, I think, can pick up by next summer for driving season. I think in the meantime, it also can pick up, but I think it's going to be sluggish. I don't think, I think short-term traders are controlling this the traders looking for big moves really are not interested they don't see anything grand going on either way there's plenty of oil and this price level is constructive supportive of growing our economy and constructive for the stock market and i think they'd have to put it all the way back up to 95 in a very short period of time to maybe scare the stock market and economy and I don't i don't see that occurring that's not an issue i don't think all right, NASDAQ uh, versus the S&P 500 looks like it ought to work higher next year. Is, uh, this is ratio, and so it's suggesting that NASDAQ can move up faster than the S&P 500. So in theory, a little more profit in the NASDAQ stocks. Well, with the AI built into NASDAQ more than the S&P 500, that makes sense to me, okay? So I think it's probably gonna work. How well it works, I don't know. <clears throat> Some people were saying you could have made 48% in the last 36 days by buying the Russell 2000. I haven't done the math on that. And this is the ratio of the R2000, the S&P 500. At least it does state, yes, you would have made more money, faster money than the S&P 500. This can linger through the first quarter of next year, according to seasonal work by others, not myself. But I do think it'll probably drag its feet by mid-summer. It tends to normally do that. And I still prefer, basically, the S&P 500. But hopefully small caps, mid caps get on board, make something a little better for us. Uh, going forward, and I think they can uh, do that. And for those of you who are interested in indexes that are very broad, very wide, what we want to do is double check on the New York Stock Exchange uh, index. If I can find it quickly enough here, New York State, uh, New York Stock Exchange Composite was actually stronger than the S&P 500 and Nasdaq back in here. Then became weaker. Now moving above it. Okay i think that's constructive and i got to be bullish into next year most uh, foreign stock indexes i'm bullish into next year some can top out now early next year i think most are going to be in line with the u.s <clears throat> just moving higher and i think india will probably continue to be the safer bullish and perhaps more bullish uh, market around the world. I don't see much going on uh, for China. The China economy is still going to be a lingering factor, and maybe be a little bit of a headwind. How good of economy we can have, and the same thing for global economies. But I'm not so sure. It seems like the U.S. is scrambling to break away from uh, relying less on <clears throat> China, and so is the rest of the world. And they do have some economic issues, and there's still concerns of real estate and some and that sort of thing. But I don't think the timing's right for it. I think you'll probably see China stocks do a little better next year and here of a little better economic, and they are starting to spend some more money to try to help out their economy. So I think that gives us a free run here for some of these foreign stocks to move higher as well as the U.S. And the bank index has been a laggard here, and it could be a laggard all the way well into next year. <clears throat> but it might even outperform on a ratio then the S&P 500 but I don't see anything major coming here I don't know for sure if it could outperform but I guess my thoughts are we've seen the worst of the banking news news uh, no more banking crisis here and I think we're going to work those uh, interest rates lower in the next year or two and I just have to be bullish on the U.S. stock market So get on board with us, go to criticalpoint.podbean.com for just videos and audio, some free, mostly locked up, and you can subscribe there. But you can then go to my main site, criticalpointpod.com that has a link to the criticalpoint.podbean.com site, but also has its own link to just sign up, okay? Meanwhile, there's information about myself, a little free stuff and a blog, but get on board uh, because this information I'm showing in this video is just, a portion of the input into the cyclical model and then we're very interested in these cyclical patterns. What do we do for a decade? What do we do during a decade? What do we do during a year? What do we do during a month, week, and day? And then even what are we doing super long term and multiple decades? Blend it into a catalog model for research analysis, trend following timing, but also create a clock-like model that acts like a missile tracking system that helps with timing, okay? And this can help explain 100% of price fluctuation from minutes to a few hundred years, believe it or not. But again, that emphasis more on the bigger moves during a year on into what occurs during a decade, for a decade, that's my primary focus. I'm more of an intermediate to long-term trader investor. And not just in that very short-term stuff, but I do my best, I even try to forecast, is it an up day or down day, or will be? Uh, that kind of scenario, and, and people find that quite useful and amazed how accurate it is, but I'm not providing a day trading uh, extreme short-term service in terms of signals and updates. But I do provide alerts. We got an alert coming up in the, over the next few weeks, but we also have the analysis saying, uh, that fits inside of some kind of long term uh, bull market for 2024. I'm Rich Pawson for Critical Point. Um, and again, it's 11 30 a.m. Eastern Time, December 21st. Have a great week, great holidays, uh, Merry Christmas. Past results and not necessarily a future results. Thank you.